Before we get started, let's be clear on a few things. We are not alone. We never have been alone. And they're still here, pulling strings in the background while we ride the perpetual hamster wheel. There is a connection between science and spirituality, and that connection is the key to abundance, prosperity, and fullness of life. We are clearly being led astray by the powers that be, on purpose, and this has been going on for thousands of years. We will not just scratch the surface of these glaringly blatant hidden truths. We will dig deep, as deep as possible, and then expose, share, and grow wiser as we ride this new wave of global awakening. Welcome back to another episode of the Wokish Podcast. I'm your host, Stefan Gavalius, and in this episode, we touch base on something once again that seems to evade people. Within the comments of some of my videos, I always get the question, you know, Steph, how do I access the Akashic? And how do I speak to my spirit guides and make contact with my ancestors? And, you know, how do I still the monkey dancing around in my skull? <laughs> and all these questions lead to one resource that is so underutilized and overlooked that I'm not surprised to watch other countries speed past us in terms of spiritual progression and ascension. And, of course, no other country poisons its citizens' minds as we do. That should be more of a reason for you to seek the inner peace that meditation provides. Three years ago, I started this podcast, and I remember like it was yesterday. I created a little makeshift studio in the corner of my room and proceeded to tell the world that they were losing precious ground in the connection to their souls. And I really didn't know how I was going to do it, because there really wasn't any structure. <laughs> I would just trip balls and smoke pot to the wee hours of the morning, talking shit and pretty much purging myself of my inner demons, while at the same time sharing my triumphs, visions, and life hacks with whoever was listening at the time. One of the first episodes I did was on meditation, and Lord knows I was so undeniably friggin' a rookie, you know, I hadn't even had a breakthrough yet. After you listen to this episode, Go back to season one and listen to my first take on it and you do the comparison. Me personally, I hate going back to listen to my old episodes. It kind of makes me cringe a little bit because all I can do is point out what I would have did or said differently. But hey, everyone's their own friggin' worst critic, right? <laughs> but anyway, I am living proof of the successive leaps and bounds that can be made spiritually with just a little diligence, self-discipline, and inspired action. We are all spiritual beings by nature. We are a soul having a human experience, which is why a meditation regimen is absolutely crucial for what we are about to face. It is truly the difference between going absolutely insane and finding calm within the shitstorm about to be brought to our front doors. So if you haven't read the title of this episode by now for some strange reason, <laughs> this is episode 9. Meditation for beginners, intermediates, and even friggin' Zen masters. Because it really doesn't matter how far along you are on the path to mindfulness and inner peace. There's always room to stretch and grow. There may be a technique or approach that I take that may be quite different from your own. You may very well incorporate my practices into your own meditation regimen. <laughs> Hell, you might even want to give psychedelics a try. <laughs> but let's not get ahead of ourselves here. And before we go any further, 
If you're wondering why I always stress meditation, it's because it is and was for me without a shadow of a doubt, the single most instrumental life altering tool that I used to tune into the frequencies that the interdimensional beings use to communicate. If you look at it in terms of frequencies with a radio, for example, having control of that knob when you're tuning in to hear that familiar song is indispensable. Now, if that said radio had a highly tuned amplifier, the connection and resonance of the frequency or sound would be at its optimal, am I right? If we look at the pineal gland or the third eye and the brain, more so the crown area of the brain and the heart, these are your three main communication components. The brain makes sense of everything. The heart is the signal switching station and receiver, and your pineal gland is the perceiver. Working synergistically in harmony with positive intention and inspired action, you become a highly amplified conduit. Your resonance so high it bridges the gap between your spirit and the angelic realm. And meditation is the only way to make that happen. Your soul resides within your body and your spirit is tethered to it. We can call it your astral umbilical cord. The more you enhance this connection, the longer that tether extends, allowing you to astral project, uh, tap into the Akashic record, and even connect to your loved ones telepathically. And I'm talking about the loved ones that are still alive as well. And I want to circle back to the term interdimensional beings. And, you know, since we are in the revisiting spirit, <laughs> I give these unknown and cosmic individuals such a broad term because if we classify them to the two opposing interpretations of angels or demons and extraterrestrials, you know, we are still talking about the same beings. I'm not trying to shake anyone's faith here, okay, or take sides in any facet of this debate. But let's face it, in both perspectives, these beings are unseen, have existed forever, and influence and control our entire known physical realm from another dimension, okay? That we can only catch fleeting glimpses of either when dead or in higher states of consciousness. So what's the difference? Some of the modern day Christians, you know, they got it a little twisted. Every time I use the term, I'm irrefutably attacked with accusations. That man is talking to demons and that Jesus is the only divine being and that I should be trying to foster contact with. You know, but straight up, me and Jesus are like this, okay? Two peas in the pod. I read the Bible. I live in a Christian disciplined household and have even gone to a Christian church. And recently at that. But Jesus is not the only divine being with an open band of communication. The ascended masters comprise of such a wide range of supportive souls and they don't even get an honorable mention. They could have assisted you once in your life and they didn't even get the credit. You know, you've got Paramahansa Yogananda, who was the game-changing pioneer of yoga here in the Western world. He's touched the lives of millions upon millions of people. He's an ascended master that can be reached on the heart line. And speaking specifically to my fellow Sagittarians, Merlin, the OG of shamanism himself, also a Sagittarius, is available to you. And sage is actually the root word of Sagittarius, by the way. <laughs> I just thought that I would add that because it was really cool. And since being a Sag is the shit. <laughs> the Egyptian goddess Hathor is another one that you can call on. And she brings with her a consort of other divine feminine energies that do her bidding for the greater good of all involved. She's got a team of fly-ass boss ladies dispersing blessings and justice, and they are all on your team. 
And while we're talking about divine feminine ascended masters, uh, Mary Magdalene and even Joan of Arc are at your beck and call with practice, diligence, and positive motive and intention, of course. And some of us are already there. As we venture further into the new age, it becomes a little bit easier, but, you know, you got to tune in. And meditation will tune you in, like nothing else will. Your foundation of interdimensional interaction starts with stilling the mind and accessing the higher faculties that we all possess and have the ability to cultivate. So, how do we do that? I'm going to give you now all the tips and hacks that I wish I had started off with five years ago. First off, you know, you got to be able to relax. You got to shut your phone off and not be disturbed for a minimum, but no more than 20 minutes. Nowadays, the attention span of the average human being is laughable. Okay, so start distancing yourself from that statistic. In the beginning stages, this is an ideal duration, so you don't fall asleep or start to fidget. I also suggest practicing outside for the first three to four weeks in order to harmonize yourself with the resonance of the planet. The sun also provides illumination of the auric field, which is charged by the spectrum of light particles, which can't be reproduced by any man-made device. Seated or lying down is entirely up to you, and if you are seated and outside, your back must be fully erect and relaxed. Before placing your hands in your lap face up, clap your hands six times as hard as you can. And yes, it's going to hurt a little bit, okay? But you will grow accustomed to that pain. I myself truly have grown to relish in that sting, right? Um, But be sure to give yourself a two-second count in between the claps. There are energy points within the palm of each hand called Lao Gong. Make a fist and it's where the middle fingertip actually touches the palm. Clapping stimulates those meridian points, making them portals for positive energy to be received, and it helps to facilitate the detoxification of the aura. The left hand is your receiving hand, the right being an outlet. And somewhere down the road in a future episode, I will elaborate on the whys and whats of stones and crystals utilization. Anyway, if you happen to be laying down, make sure to uncross your legs, and again with your back straight, with your hands at your sides and not touching your thighs. As I stated earlier about those energy points in your hand, touching your thighs disrupts the flow, creating a recycling effect within the torus, and it never really quite cleanses it, and you know, also it hinders the grounding method of your root chakra. Breathing in a slow, rhythmic, and uninhibited manner is absolutely paramount. The ebb and flow of air going in and out of your lungs is sacred the closest thing to source energy and eternal constancy that a human being can symbolize and emulate. Breath is automatic and the most telltale sign of being alive. (laughs) It's what gives us life, coherence, and is a divine synergy of give and take with all of nature. All that exists, really. You want to fill your diaphragm first, which expands the ribcage, thus allowing you more air into the lungs and optimal oxygenation of the entire body. On inhale, three second count in, exhale for five. And you can play around with the timing, but ideally you want a longer exhale than inhale. You also want to visualize the rise and fall of your abdomen as much as possible, which will not only aid you in clearing your mind and other distractions and prior obligations, it will also help you to subconsciously assume a rhythm that coincides with Mother Gaia because she breathes too. 
Now, while you find this rhythm, it usually takes the average person five to seven minutes to sync up. And as you breathe, imagine breathing in courage. And on the exhale, imagine breathing out peace. Peace for yourself as well as Mother Gaia. Now, you can use any two positive and empowering words that you choose. But me being one of God's warriors, courage and peace resonate with me huge on an energetic level. In the last episode, I talked about the power of words and our ability to cast spells with them. Using empowering words while practicing breath is equivalent to casting a spell on yourself. Once you're at about the 10 minute mark or halfway point of your meditation or wherever you see fit, to be honest, inhale with a slow, deliberately deep breath as close to full capacity as you can. Hold it for three to five seconds and exhale with a deliberate sigh expelling all the air possible from your lungs and diaphragm. Then reset and continue breathing in that prior attuned rhythm. This will help to further ground you, will completely blast your crown chakra wide open and relax your entire body. Here's a few overlooked tips that will help you to think less, fidget less, and focus more on your breathing. Make sure your tongue is at rest in your mouth with the tip of it just barely touching the back of your teeth. With your eyes closed, make sure they're focused on the point one inch above the space between your eyes. This is where the third eye chakra resides. Third eye activation will become apparent, um, you know, after multiple sessions, but it's something that takes a lot of time to master. And if that's what you're after, I'd advise you to get to work on that, okay? (laughs) The sooner the better. And thoughts come and go, it's inevitable, especially in the beginning stages. Don't get caught up in trying to do away with them. It will only lead to more unease and discord within your mind's eye. Instead, if a nagging thought invades your mind, imagine clouds coming in and slowly whisking them away in all of their beautiful soft puffiness. If you have trouble stilling the monkey mind syndrome, YouTube has a vast amount of guided meditations as well as binaural tone selections that will make focusing a breeze. Having such an abundance of choices on YouTube should tell you something that these tones obviously work and they work wonders to be honest. Okay. I use them every single day. You got to give yourself at least 21 days before you make an actual assessment of your progress, but stay within a 20 minute duration for as long as your spirit abides and you'll know when it's time to step it up. Okay. Trust me. Aside from the spiritual upgrades, DNA activations and angelic communication, meditation will propel you forward as a better all around functioning human being. It will recalibrate your sleep cycle, releasing more serotonin upload into your neurons, which will in turn enhance your mood, cognition, memory, uh, learning curve, and a slew of other physiological processes that will turn back the hands of time, restoring youth and vibrancy in ways pharmaceuticals and herbal remedies and supplements cannot. It enhances awareness, perception, attention, and compassion. And if you have pets, it will allow them to imprint on your soul on a deeper, more familiar level. If you've got high blood pressure, anxiety, depression, it's an absolute game changer, okay? You'll be able to tell the cocksucker who prescribed you the Prozac what to do with the next bottle. I've been meditating for more than five years now, and I couldn't imagine life without it. It's facilitated the process of me conquering addiction, anxiety, self-consciousness, and a hair-trigger temper. It also allows me to attract women half my age on a regular basis because, you know, it's kept me at a perpetual youthful state. 
You want open lines of communication with your spirit guides? Make it a habit to call on them during meditation, and they will respond in ways that may not be quite familiar right away. It's not like they're going to materialize in a chariot, you know, with wings on it, trumpets blaring, and the earth trembling around you, okay? If you're expecting that, you're freaking delusional. It's infinitely subtle, almost indistinct. You may hear ringing in your ears, uh, smell strange yet tantalizing smells, see flashes of light and orbs behind your eyelids, or just as you open your eyes from a meditation session. Sometimes you'll see animals that are so supernaturally perfect of a specimen within an abnormally close proximity to you, and it's not even in the least bit scared or sketchy. And it's like, it's crazy. It's so calm and so aware of you that you know in your heart intuitively that it's aware of you and you're aware of it. You may see a number of synchronicities or experience events that were so miraculous that you can't help but give credence to the divine orchestration happening in your life. Yes, this is all unfamiliar territory to the majority of the Western world, but if you think about it, any skill obtained from riding a bike to speaking a different language was a foreign affair to you in the beginning. But once you got comfortable, it became second nature, as is the case with communicating with the angelic realm. Don't be afraid to get creative and see what works for you. Time of day, setting, music, stones and crystals utilization, sitting, laying down, lotus position, or kneeling like a freaking shogun, okay? It takes time, a lot of time. And you will develop a system that is personalized to you and your specific needs. I've been practicing for five years now and I'm just now mastering 30 minute sessions, okay? But as a rule of thumb, and for the crucial significance of discipline, stick to meditating in the morning time for the first 21 days, preferably outside as the sun is coming up and within 20 minutes of you waking up, taking full advantage of the clean slate in your head and the decompression of your spine, meaning all bands are clear and free of distortion. Now, if you can start your day off with an attitude of gratitude, you will pave the way to a day of success. And you can even use that as an affirmation as it was taught to me. So the way it goes is I am starting my day with an attitude of gratitude and I am paving the way to a day of success. That's an affirmation that you can use every single day. Starting off both statements, of course, with the two most powerful words in the human language. I am. If you can combine this with a clean diet free of processed foods, even using the microwave, or remove the SCAT immediately from your daily routine. SCAT stands for sugar, caffeine, alcohol, and tobacco, while at the same time engaging in a PGD regimen, which stands for pineal gland decalcification. If you can commit to that, including no meat or dairy, then seeking higher states of consciousness and connecting to the angelic realm is within grasp. I can't say how long this is going to take, guys, okay? And this is the catch-22 with the whole karma and timeline glitches thing. And no one is on the same level at any given time in their lives. Even so is the case with twins. When they are born, the one born first doesn't necessarily dictate who's going to evolve quicker. Okay, guys, the last thing I want to leave you guys with until we reconvene. The exponential importance of meditation combined with prayer. Prayer is essential to voice your concerns, hopes, wishes, dreams, aspirations, motives, and intentions. 
It's indispensable in the attempts of asking for guidance, wisdom, and signs. It's the absolute game changer when voicing gratitude and asking for patience and forgiveness in situations that warrant it. But, okay, meditation is needed to hear and receive the responses to those prayers. Still your mind in order to perceive the angelic replies. I'm out of time, guys, but never out of alignment. See you next time. Welcome back to another episode of the Wokish Podcast. No, I got to start over again. Welcome back to another episode of the Wokish Podcast. In this episode, we touch base on something that uh, once... Oh, fuck. Welcome back to a... No, no didn't sound like, didn't like the way it sounded. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Wokish Podcast. All these questions lead to one resource uh, that is so under... Un, fuck! Sorry. You become a highly amplified conduit. conduit. It is conduit. Conduit? Am I saying what am? Okay, so I'm so it's conduit. <laughs> All right, sorry. Working synergistically in harmony with positive intention and inspired action, you become a highly amplified conduit. They do it again. You become a highly amplified conduit. That conduit word, man. I was just gonna let it roll this time. Me too, and it fucked me up, and I I went backtracked in my brain to think about it. God damn it, Morpheus! Not everyone believes what you believe. My beliefs do not require them to. We now live in a world where fact is far stranger than fiction. Take the journey with us as we uncover hidden knowledge and shocking truths which are vital to our awakening process. You are now listening to Wokish. For those of you with a voice, if you want to know how you can start your own podcast and share your truths, check the link in the description below to sign up for Buzzsprout. Learn how you can get a $20 Amazon gift card and support the show.